Oh yeah, Neil. I, I was in I, I was in a back and forth argument with at you know where and uh, about localization because because they were oh, saying dear. because uh, they were saying because basically I was saying that for researching uh, Sailor Moon, I went through as much Sailor Moon stuff as I could find, including the the official translated manga from way back when, and <laughs> the Tokyo Pop one. Where no, were the, mix mix scene mix scene. Where were they yeah, called? But, where they but called? It was, that was before it was Tokyo Pop. It was still yeah. Tokyo Pop. Just... I know, but but it was called Mix Scene at first, which was yeah. a pretty well. Mix, okay. mix Scene was the magazine that they published in. The company was Mix. The... Yeah, yeah, and then they switched to Tokyo Pop when they realized that that name was pretty fucking stupid. And... <laughs> Tokyo Pop wasn't much better though, so not much, not much better. And I'm shocked that they're still around. Uh, I think it's are. just. I think now they're, what are they doing now? They're like just basically they're a just, holding company, right? Yeah, they are a holding company, but still they exist in some form, which makes me surprised. But uh, yeah. but anyways, I was, because the translation was extremely literal where they called Usagi Bunny every time. And that was, yeah. I was, and, and I basically pointed out, you know what, love it or hate it, the, the dub, you know, call, calling her Serena, it's not terrible and, and and the localization it's, there and pe- people there were immediately 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 pitchforks oh localization ah they should call her usagi it's, and they should... it's actually somewhat clever clever that they called her uh serena yeah yeah i actually like serena serena was the best one and and that and, and i was and i was like if you if you called her usagi you have to like have an annotation while you're watching explaining about the bunny and the moon you don't and, really and... have to do that nah, uh... yeah it you want me just leave it. Well, do we want to yeah. say this on the on the show or? Uh, yeah, well, well, we're gonna have a well, pre, we're gonna have a pre-roll, obviously. Well, but... well, while we're on the topic of uh, of really bad localization choices, I wanted to make an uh, an addendum to the Ray Earth episode because I forgot to mention that uh, in the process of putting out this Saturn game, someone contacted Working Designs and said, "Oh, we're we're we hold the U.S. rights to the." Uh, to the anime and we have some changes you, we'd like you to make and uh they had changed all the names of the characters to really stupid names like uh hikaru was blaze and and the best one was umi was going to be named anemone anemone yeah anemone. wait what yes stupid. so when you point at her you say do you see an enemy Oh. One of our foes? Where? No, an enemy. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, you linked me the thing, I just didn't listen yeah. to it. With Franz like you, who needs anemones? And I forgot what Umi was going to be called. It was something probably like Ocean or something stupid yeah. like that. This anyway. I want to see as much as I want to see the full Toon Makers. No! Like, Oh, yay. I want to see it. And apparently, it's not just it's not just that preview. They did a full pilot. No. They, they <laughs> Neil, that is locked up next to the Ark of the Covenant. That makes me sad. Needs to be <laughs> the Webcast Beacon Network has been covering and promoting creativity and the creative process since 2007, starting with the Web Comic Beacon, a topical web comics podcast with a jovial bunch of misfits like your local morning radio show. Also, the Web Comic Beacon Newscast recaps, reviews, and discussions of community and industry news relative to comic creators, especially of digital distribution. Also, the Tropecast, the ever tangential discussion of literary and visual memes. 
And finally, Web Fiction World. Before web comics, there was independent and self-published web-release written fiction and literature. Find this all at webcastbeacon.com. Be sure to grab a master RSS feed or master iTunes feed and not miss a thing. Anyways, let's get this started. Uh, hello and welcome again to Animation Aficionados. Uh, tonight we are talking about Sailor Moon. And uh, sadly, my sister could not get here because she is too busy being in the Air Force and she just she just has a newborn. So it's understandable but regrettable. Uh, you, of course, know my, my co-host, TV Sister Neil. I want the Toonmaker DVD now. And joining us is is a Sensi Supreme Kitty Hawk. Pink Heart Attack! I mean, I screwed that up. Okay, here we go. Pink Sugar Heart Attack! And also with us is Abby. Uh, Moonlight Densetsu, I guess. <laughs> and yes, we are talking about Sailor Moon. Um, I'll, I'll just preface this with my early memories of Sailor Moon. I know a disturbing amount of Sailor Moon dub because when I was younger, my older sister used to force me to watch it with her. Uh, memories of almost turning my back she, to anime. She would literally sit on you, right? You don't understand, Neil. You don't have an older sister. I do have an older sister. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, then you do understand. Stop making fun of me, damn it. I am the older sister, so... I, I am too, and, and my brother happily watched Sailor Moon with me. Well, so, I mean, but we watched Dragon Ball Z together, too, so... Well, I, I didn't get that. I tried to make her watch uh, Batman the Animated Series, but my sister didn't get it, so... Yeah. Aww. But See, actually... we, I, we watched both those series. We watched all yeah. those series. Yeah. But... Uh, and, my sister watched Scooby-Doo, so I had no problems. Yeah, yeah, there you go. But uh, back to Sailor Moon. Uh, the uh, the American dub of Sailor Moon, as it aired on TV, did lots of uh, did lots of localization. I remember reading. I've never really tried to confirm this, but I remembered reading that they actually mirror flipped scenes that showed cars driving just to make sure they didn't blow their children's minds of oh my god, cars on the wrong side of the street. Yeah. They did, they did stuff like that. The localization was very... I would have to say, if you were trying to Americanize it, they did a pretty good job of it. I mean, there's still some things like the game centers definitely looked very Japanese, but they tried their best. This was during that, that bad period of anime where everyone was trying to Americanize everything because they were afraid that Americans wouldn't understand and their brains would explode. And usually so, just made more anomalies in the show that were hard to process. Or, well, yeah. or outright hilarious. Yeah. And, and I mean, the names they came up with the characters weren't... The original ones aren't, weren't terrible. Like, they actually kind of worked. Because Amy... You know, well, that's Amy. That's Ray, Ray. Makoto becomes... Uh, Reedy, Lita, I think? Lita. Lita, Lita, Lita. Lita. Yeah. yeah, Lita. Yeah, and then... Uh, Minako becomes Mina, which, you know, kind of works. But Usagi being the most bizarre of all of them, she becomes Serena, which works because that's the name of the moon goddess. So Yeah, and, and also works. Serenity, Serena. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, it, so, it works. It's a little too on the nose, really, but, you know. But all the, all the names were pretty, in the Japanese version, all the names were pretty on the ball, too. It was like, no, uh, I know. I mean, Hino, you know, maybe, Hino. Kid bunny is kind of ridiculous, but not, 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 it's not completely out of the realm of like, no, it's of, not. It's yeah, it, yeah, 
it's like Paloma, it's like Paloma in Spanish. It's not something very often used, but it it is possible to use it. I literally knew a kid named Strawberry in in, <laughs> uh, in Japan. Not not Strawberry as in like in Japanese Strawberry in um, Portuguese. Her dad was Portuguese, so they named her oh. Strawberry. Yeah, it's cute. Well, that's actually a pretty cute name. Like naming kids after like fruit or flowers is pretty cute. And Usagi yeah. kind of follows under that too, because it's kind of a cute little name. Well, well, and, didn't they? Didn't they yeah. do that in in Sailor Moon? They named they named uh, Mamoru after after that stinky fruit. Oh wait, Darian is not Dorian. <laughs> yeah, it's not. No. Dar- uh, it's, it's not Durian. Actually, I actually thought Darian was pretty clever too, because um, because uh, uh, uh Darian Shields is his full name, and Mamoru uh means yeah. protect. It's like, yeah, so I thought that was kind of clever. And also, other other things they were very careful about was they, they didn't say ages because, you know, a 20-year-old guy and a 14-year-old girl. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God, you know, parent groups. It's, it's creepy, alone. though, because in the manga, he's in high school and she's in middle school. So he's like, a, he's like at least 18 and she's 14 or he's yes. at least 17. I think he's seven. That's, like, that's, that's not much of a difference. That's not that's like not as a, bad as him being in college and her being. Yeah, but like I think in yeah in the anime he was a little older so that he could. It was more plausible that he was living alone. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and also, uh, also w- one thing I do remember is I read the manga. The manga is you know the anime does not prepare you for the manga. Because the manga. Yeah. And also, I was reading the notes about the manga. Like, the the author originally intended for Amy to be a cyborg and lose an arm. What? Yeah, yeah. I, I, read, I read about... Well, uh, Naoko really wanted this to be a lot darker than it was. Yeah, she like, did. But it, they're like, yeah. it's a girl's comic. Stop it. And I'm like... Except, yeah, that, she, except that this was actually a good thing, because it actually made Shoujo, I would say, a little bit more... It had sort of got... Shoujo actually, in its roots, wasn't so fluffy happy pretty but it sort of morphed into that in in the 70s and 80s so when sailor moon came around it this was like totally different so yeah. yeah she really wanted she really wanted to kill them all off at the end of the first arc but they wouldn't let her editor wouldn't let her but then they did in the anime and she said she was really pissed off about that because she was like yeah. oh so the woman can't do it but the man can referring to the fact that the the staff of the anime was mostly male. Yeah, but uh, also, also the uh, Jupiter, whatever her name is, she was intended to be a girl, uh, a leader of a girl gang and a smoker. Yeah, she's. Oh yeah. A, yeah. She's well, she's be got a Yankee. They call them. Yeah, she's got she's got a a very um, Yankee look to her. So, yeah, you can imagine that that was what was going to happen with her. But once again, the editor just. I was like, no, we can't have that, Nakayoshi. Actually, what's really funny was a couple weeks ago, I told Neil about the whole Amy being a cyborg and losing an arm, and Neil had a reaction that was... It was uh, mind-blown, I guess you could say. (laughs) This will be in in an outtakes reel, so by now, uh, the the fans have already heard it. Yeah, because Neil actually silent for like five seconds and then, what? Yeah, I won't repeat what I did. Yeah, it was it was hilarious though because because Neil was like picturing a different kind of cyborg than because he was like picturing like a Terminator kind of thing. But the thing is, anime back then they were ripping off Terminator left and right, so it, yeah, 
prob- I no, probably that wasn't too far from definitely wasn't Mark. the kind of cyborg she was going to okay. be. Oh. Yeah. She was going to be, she was going to be like a, you know, kind of like Finn from when in the future, whenever you see like Finn in Adventure Time, he usually has a robot arm. Ah, I see. Yeah, because it's sort of hypothesized that he's going to lose his arm at some point. Gotta get but, muscle! Yeah, but um, Sailor Moon actually, like, see, the first time I ever saw Sailor Moon was actually, I used to uh, go through, like, this was like, this is old, but used to go through the TV guide, pick out what I was going to record for the week, and I saw Sailor Moon in the TV guide, and I was like, holy fucking shit, Sailor Moon? Because, like, I had lived in Japan, so I was like, this is what got me on anime, and I had recently been getting, like, magazines like i don't think an america was yeah it was an america that i had gotten and so i knew about sailor moon and i was like holy shit this is actually coming on tv and so i recorded it and it was awesome and so i actually had like all all the episodes that aired in the united states on vhs because i recorded oh, it off the tv that's cool. um and then we got to you know i watched all of the original arc the uh the dead tree arc and then got to R, and it just suddenly cuts off. <laughs> that happened a lot back in the day. But uh, yeah, but did. but but with Sailor Moon, with uh, with with Sailor Moon, like I said, my early memories was the was the was the Deke dub, and mm-hmm. uh, that and was what everyone got started on. You know, it's the theme song, the American theme song, which. Uh, the the actual Japanese song has a name like Moonlight Sonata or something like that. It's Moonlight, it's Moonlight Destiny. Okay, yeah. thank and, uh, you. They, it's <laughs> funny because that song, the way that that song is completely different from the English version. But yep. I actually know both of them. You, you know, uh, Fighting Evil by Moonlight. It's actually not by daylight. Oh no! It's actually yeah. not a terrible version of the song. It's not. It's, I can it's not I can understand worst. why it's disappointing to people. It's who... not that bad. I mean, it could be way way worse. Um, yeah. but the but it's not even remotely the same. It's but, not but, no. but it could be worse. It could be Rock the Dragon. It transcends to a whole new level of awesomeness. But yeah, the the original theme song was actually written by Naoko Takeuchi. And she actually wrote um, several of the theme songs for the series, which I don't think a lot of people know. But if you're a super Sailor Moon fan, then, yeah, you probably already know that. But, uh, but, it's, but I think that's the reason that a lot of people are angry about, like, the English dub song. Even though I'm like, for localization, it's one of the, it's one of the better ones because yeah, it's not right, completely really annoying. <laughs> There's really a point at which you have to just be like, yeah, that's going to happen. And, uh, yeah. it, and it was it was you have to keep in mind that this was the early 90s and they didn't really like if you looked at Japanese like video games, they had Americanized covers, uh, even though like you start playing the game and you see the Japanese art. and You're like, what the fuck? Oh, and yeah, this was because real- this was because everything like back then, it's not just because they were trying to make it more comfortable for Americans, but this was like a big thing back then to localize everything so that people weren't aware that there was content in the rest of the world. Uh, Yeah, it was. And they did this in other countries too. It's just that in America was, I think it was a little bit more hyperized, even though like in the Italian dubs, they changed names and they've changed things. And like, like the most hilarious being things that they changed from the American version 
was like, you know, the kissing cousins and things like that. Oh, God, that, was, God. that came, in, came in the Cloverway days, but that actually was done in the Italian version. First. Oh, it? Yeah, they actually introduced them as cousins. So that actually is where that comes from. And uh, and other things I have to mention here is uh, is is a couple episodes ago we were talking about Sailor Moon as an aside for something, and I almost said Sailor Scout but stopped myself. Oh, that's and, fine. And, and, and Neil thought that was hilarious because it because, was hilarious because I know people who are like they are not scouts, they are soldiers, <laughs> and it's really funny when you get someone who's really particular about that. Yes, because I don't. I'm not confident in my pronunciation of Senshi, even though Kitty Hawk tells me I just said it just fine. You, you said it fine. Like it's sailor. Uh, it was like sailor soldiers in the Japanese version, sailor scouts in the English version, and then the the original series name was Pretty Soldiers Sailor Moon, but now it's like they've They're changed it. it. The the new translations call it Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm like, okay, I guess that works too, except that. All right. It's pretty it's, much the same. Senshi means about the same. It can yeah. it can mean the same, but it, I guess they just chose that because it sounded better. Oh, and I have to say that there was a disturbing number of men wearing Sailor Moon shirts at the Dallas Comic Con. Oh, well, well that's actually, that? well actually that's part of, that's part of the thing with the with Sailor Moon was that the anime was very popular amongst men. Yeah. And I wonder why. You Actually, know, she, that's not disturbing. Like that. That's called the anime industry in America in the last 15 years, Ben. Well, it's also well, the anime industry well, in Japan since forever. I'm going to tell a story about a guy I knew in high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I don't care if he hears this. His name was jo- his name was Jonathan. There's hmm. this guy in high school. He always drew in a corner by himself, and and he came up with this whole like reality of his where where he was like like a planetary knight and one of the one of the cheerleaders was his sailor whatever and it's it it, it everyone knew and it was kind of creepy and uh kind of oh okay it was super duper creepy yeah that's neat yeah it, like i said i think everyone that ever went to high school in america there was like one kid like that that everyone sort of knew about and <coughs> christian <laughs> the total asperger's kid <laughs> yes and, and, and well well what made jonathan interesting was he was an albino as well and it's oh, so, so, so kind of outcast didn't yeah. really get to go outside that much because i remember this because i was drawing something one day and because he he draws a lot too he actually hmm. came and sat down next to me and says hey where are you drawing i'm like oh god get away from me please oh my god don't uh-huh. leave me with this <laughs> oh but what a jerk! You elitist snob. He was trying to be not. He was trying Just to reach out. He's not the right kind of nerd. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> don't, don't be no. like that. No, 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 no. I mean, he was. You, you probably you were in that high school mindset where we've got you know the differing levels of coolness, and I understand. But but you know like. I was the kid who drew anime in school, and everyone would say, why you draw them chink cartoons every single time? <laughs> until 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 Dragon Ball came out, and suddenly every single football player was like, can you draw anime for me? And yeah. I'm like... I, I love the double layer of ignorance of calling them chink cartoons. 
Yeah, that that was the that that always just made me go, oh, okay. But you know, this is Alabama, so fuck it. Uh, so annoyed, I'm gonna lose all my swap notes. So because I because I, I deleted it, but I can't get it to recognize that I deleted it. So I guess I'm gonna lose all my swap notes. Whatever. Well, you're trying to tran you're trying to transfer. Yeah. Yeah, that the I'm gonna have to do that noise when Animal Crossing comes out next month. So yeah, because I because what happened is I found out my DS's cameras are broken. Oh I no! Like, I cannot have a broken camera DS when um, Animal Crossing comes out. So I sold yeah. off uh, I sold off like a bunch of my copies of uh, of Smut Peddler to to my friends who who table more than me, Ooh. and then I um and then I took the hundred bucks and bought the the, the, the XL. I bought my bought myself an XL. Oh, you didn't wait for the Animal Crossing XL? What? No, I didn't. I don't like it that much. It's okay. I, I, I saw it and I was like, I was actually going to drop four hundred dollars for the Japanese version and try to find a way to region unlock it, but then fortunately the American version is coming out. So I already got my shit ready for that. But anyway, back to I, I'm probably gonna get um I'm probably gonna get uh um. Like a skin for it or something. Oh, That's yeah. not well, about Sailor Moon, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Any, back to well, Sailor let's Moon, the story... Let's trade codes when we get it. So, anyway, yeah. back to <laughs> Sailor Moon. The story um, of Sailor Moon is basically about this young girl, Usagi Serena, depending on which region you're watching, that that is a reincarnation of, of, of the princess of the Moon Kingdom. And... And basically, it turns out that her classmates are all also reincarnations of her guardians, the the, the sailors. No, no? You're wrong. I'm wrong. Okay. Only, princesses. Only one of the girls goes to class or has goes to her same school. Yeah, that's the Amy. Girls, or no, two. I'm sorry. Two of Amy them go and to Makoto. School. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and it wasn't till the final season that they all went to school. But what's interesting about Sailor Moon is it was actually just uh, sort of a joke comic. Uh, called Codename uh, Sailor, Codename v. Sailor V. And that yeah. was actually, um, it was done in Run Run. Well, there was such um, good response from it that actually uh, Bandai approached, uh, Bandai Toy approached Kadansha and said, we would like to option this for a series. And Naoko was really excited about it, but they said, but we want it to be a, uh, like a team. You know, like a Sentai team, and she said, yeah. "Okay." That's, so, what, that's what Bandai Toy does. They actually yeah. made a Sailor Moon Tokusatsu show, which I watched, and I'll talk about later. It's great. Oh my but, god, excellent! I yes. love it. Shut up. No, 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 no. It's got it's got to be wonderful. But yeah, so Sailor Moon started out as a series called Codename uh, Sailor V, and it, it actually that series actually continued um, even yeah. after the run of Sailor Moon. And uh, finished in three volumes. Crossover, sort of. Mm -hmm. Well, the funny thing yes. about the funny thing about Sailor V is uh, is and this this is what kind of one of the things that localization couldn't clear up was was in the arcade in in early seasons of Sailor Moon before they met Venus. Yeah. They 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 had Sailor V arcade yeah. games they were playing the whole time and, it, and yeah. even even when I was young I sort of caught them like hmm. Yeah, yeah that was like, that was actually. That was in the manga as well, and uh, it, it was just sort of the, hey, look, here's here there's Sailor Scouts and shit like that. So it's sort of like a nice little nod to that. And then when Venus shows up, she's dressed up as V. 
Yeah, and and the and to me, what I remember is is actually Luna the cat says mm. that you know basically Luna like runs the arcade and no she doesn't well she doesn't run the arcade but they have a secret base under the arcade well she yeah, also, she, also, she also rigged the games I remember yes yeah, she did definitely she definitely rigged the um, Sailor V game to like train them to do stuff and there's a, it's really obvious especially early on because there's a part in the manga where like um the first time Amy shows up she's really good at the game and then when she um and when she wins uh a, her transforming pen pops out of the bottom of the yep. game it's, it's like what's this and then it's so it's like a, it's like the last starfighter yeah, yeah kind of like that. <laughs> i love it the last starfighter but with cats instead of yeah so is is Sailor V supposed to be a pun like Sailor V? I was about no, to say that. Yes, but... maybe. Um, the there's a um, in in the Sentai series, um, uh, Venus is uh well, um, Minako is a uh, an idol. She's an idol, mm-hmm. and uh, and her big idol song is called Sailor V. And yeah, it's a really it's like puns and puns and puns and but it's stupid because no one figures it out. Even after they've met her a bunch of times, and by no one I mean yeah. Usagi because she's an idiot. But yeah, well, no one ever figures it out. It's hilarious. It's like Mrs. Krabappel in The Simpsons. Nobody ever thinks to call her Crabapple. <laughs> Actually, once, but, once, yeah. you know. Really? But, yeah, yeah. It was the real Principal Skinner. Oh. But and anyways, uh, uh, anyways, the one thing though about about about, uh, about uh, Sailor Venus is. Is and I remember that this is somewhat intentional that her and Usagi have very similar personalities. They're a little bit similar, yeah. I mean, especially yeah. in the manga character, the characters don't get a whole lot of a development compared to like, no, um, they don't. Compared to like in the anime where there's a lot more episodes. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I like the manga better personally because some of the filler in the anime is like oh, really. It- yeah, and the animation because of that, the animation quality falls on yeah. the particularly fillery episodes. <laughs> so I mean, I, I actually prefer the manga as well, but I'm glad that the anime is there because a lot of what you think of the characters actually comes from the anime, except yeah. for the um, the little short series that Naoko did, where she did a story about each of the girls. Um, and that was uh, one of them was actually turned into a yeah. short, Amy's well, first love. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I actually I think I those love that. showed up mostly at the end of like movie manga and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, volume eleven is actually just the Sailor Moon S movie, and Naoko actually went to uh, Kennedy Space Center in order to do research for. This particular script. Is that the one where the cat becomes human? Yes, yeah, that's the one about uh, the moon princess, how the guy's like, I have a bad heart and all I've ever wanted to see is the moon and see if there's a princess on there and blah, 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 blah. And then the cat becomes a human for a while so that she can can kiss the guy and everything. But actually in the future, um, in the second uh, solar millennium, uh, the cats can turn into humans whenever they want. Uh, yes. Artemis, Diana, and Luna. So it's it's not like so it's just revealed that they're just in cat form because I don't know lower power. Don't know. Yeah. Well, well, I don't know. It has to have to do something. It has to do with 
the fact that they are probably actually cats. But Well, yeah, they're probably already cats, but I think what it is is every single anime pretty much has a scene where the mascot becomes human. Like, yes. Gurren Logan has it. It uh, happens in Pretty Cure. Yeah. Um, now, in Cardcaptor Sakura, they don't really do that. It, they mostly become just, like, hyper forms of themselves. Yeah, they, they become, like, giant beasts. Ooh, bleach, 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 see that? Yep, yep. Every, every anime does it because it's like, ooh, what would they look like if they're human? It's like... Tons before there were tons. And, uh, and well, well, the other memories I have were, were, you know, back at the localization, they turned one of the, one of the, the, uh, rock soldiers because they all have rock names. I know that's not the right name. So please oh, correct me. No, 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 they were all right. minerals. Yeah. They, yeah. They turned all of the, or the, they're called the four heavenly Kings or the Steno. They they've turned one of them into a lady because she was because in the anime and not like like we said before the manga characterization is not really there as much but no. um but in the anime they made this one character super gay all over this other character so well, they turned yeah. him into a girl in the in the American version because they were like can't be having that Zoysite. that actually happened <laughs> yeah it was Zoysite because and that was just I mean it was. I kind of had a suspicion when I watched it because I was like, "This character is very flat Last chest, to be, <laughs> <laughs> and has very shoulders. broad shoulders." Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, 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 the whole the whole English the English uh, translation definitely has like some fucked upness like that. Like, yes. like we were talking about the cousin thing, which is. Yeah, but but the same time, other things I remember is they actually made one of those mineral guys like good for a while and protected uh, protected Usagi's friend and died and I don't think that was in the manga. Uh, no, that, no, that was not. That was uh, Nephrite. Yeah, Nephrite. Yeah, they didn't. They a lot of that didn't happen in the manga. Like we were saying, the manga actually like goes at a breakneck speed. Yeah, it's um, and like like I remember in the one that comes to mind is in Sailor Stars. Um, so all of the, uh, fighters who fight for, um, for Galaxia really only show up for one issue each, whereas in the, whereas in the anime, they show up for several episodes before they're defeated. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of, you know, so if you only read the manga, you'd be like, why is there such a following behind some of these characters who only show up like once? And the reason is, is because of the anime. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, they do that again with another set of villains. Um, in a late, I can't remember the names, like the, the team name, but it was uh, Tiger Eye, Fish Eye, and something else. Oh, that was, it. That was in uh, Dead Moon Circus, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah, they, were like, yeah. they were like sort of the, the underling characters. And in... Uh, the um, Amazon Trio. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's right. And Fish Eye... Um, and Fisheye looked a lot like a, a girl, but was a dude. Yep. And they were just like, it'll be a girl now. Yeah, and then, the, then like, I don't think the, um, the second court of characters, which were the, not the Amazon trio, what they call them, the, uh, oh, yeah, the Amazonas Quartet. Quartet, yeah. Which they didn't get, like, I think they had a little bit to do in the manga, but, like, they had a lot more to do in the anime. 
And yes, that's true. And then they became Chibi Moon's court later yeah. on. When yeah, which it. is like, okay. they Yeah, they're the... They're like the secondary. They're gonna be Chibi Moon's like guardians, sailor guardians. Yeah. But it's like some of the stuff doesn't actually happen in the in, in you know it doesn't like it, it like they have this huge part in the anime, and then they fight, and then yep. nothing, and well, then they, in the and then in the manga they have no part, and then they get or they have like very little fighting, and then. Mm-hmm they become, you know, her sidekick. And I like that better, and I wish we could have both of them, which is kind of what I'm hoping the new anime will do. It'll, like, flesh out the parts of the... It'll, like, put, you know, integrate the parts of the manga that were really good, and that... Like, because in the the anime, there was no real talk about how um, the... how the Steno were actually... um, the four heavenly kings were actually, um, like, Mamoru's guardian sidekick yeah they didn't they didn't talk about that at all they were basically his versions of the sailor scouts and and i really like that because it gives the the whole thing a lot more depth and they that that is like a huge fulcrum on which the um the tokusatsu series turns like there's a lot of them talking about him and their memories of him and how pissed off they are about the fact that they all died and blah 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 and yeah. actually, actually, that that reminds me. I actually saw one cover where they where the 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 manga artist actually paired each yes. one of them with. Yes. Yeah. So, so y'all knew that. Okay. She was talking yeah. about that, but then it never really panned out. I know. No. It's, it's like it's like, but it was kind of cute at the same time. But yeah, uh, yeah. But part of the reason, like I remember this. Part of the reason the Amazonist Quartet didn't show up in Sailor Stars was because Chibi Moon didn't really show up as much in the anime. Uh, for Sailor Stars. I think she only really showed up like at the beginning and then she disappears. And I think that's it. Um, Which was really, which I know why they did this. Um, What I heard was Super S didn't go over very well in, uh, in Japan. Well, I think it's because, I think it's because it was too scary. And also I know that like Chibi Moon was put up front in S because they wanted to get a younger audience and then Sailor Super S just went into some weird territory, and they just figured we'll get rid of this Chibi Moon thing isn't working very well. Let's go back to the basics. Yeah. And like just go completely, well, completely off the rails. And they and they also got rid of Mamoru, and I was just like, what the hell? I know like, Sailor Stars is the... like okay, so he goes to study abroad, which yep. all right, he goes to study well, abroad. That... That was so that Seiya could um yeah. could come in and It'd be a new love interest. Yeah, and I guess that but was the, interesting. But the worst part was he just literally like dies on his plane over, and they don't find out until almost the end of the series. I know it's great. How well, the hell? Well, didn't didn't Usagi also kind of forget about Mamoru a bit? Like know. there was some. I think I don't can't remember if it was the anime or the manga. She kind of forgets about him. I think it was the anime, actually. Okay. And like that was really fucked up. Like Sailor Stars is where everything just sort of goes. Like as fucked up as Sailor Moon is, it really goes in a really fucked up territory in Sailor Stars because it's like there's like Sailor Scouts who have had their hearts taken out and they have to fight yeah. for uh, Galaxia, otherwise they cease to exist. Because those planets are gone. What the fuck? Yeah. But uh, but uh, actually, let 
one thing that really struck me is in uh, was Sailor Uranus. Oh yes, yes. In, in in the manga, she comes off as like a sexual predator. Well, that's just <laughs> but that's just Japan. Okay, like the the, the thing is like is like, that... like she's hitting on Usagi. She's hitting on anything with a skirt. Yeah, she's supposed to be. She's well because they can get away with it is part of it because yeah. it's a female character acting in a male fashion, so they can get away with a lot more. Right. So that's why they did it. You know, this these were mostly men working on the anime. So no, in the manga, this is what she was. In the yeah, manga. but even in the manga, but I think it's just you can get away with it. Like if you have a man do that in there, it's kind of creepy. Oh, yeah, but if you, yeah, but if you have a girl doing it. Actually, the thing is, and this might just be the bad translation I read, but they imply that she actually is a man when when she's not transformed. She's a man for a while. I think what it is is actually, um, this is what Naoko Takeuchi said. She never got around to telling the story in the manga, but what she wanted to talk tell the story was that the print that actually the previous Sailor Uranus that was in the first Silver Millennium was actually, a, that was a princess, but she had a brother who was in love with uh, the princess of Neptune. Oh. And actually, his love and desire to protect the princess of Neptune meant he got reborn rather that than his sister. Kind of that wow. is kind of awful, but that's yeah. what she wanted to do. And I was like, but why couldn't they have just been lesbians from the beginning? Why does she have to have been a man in a previous life? Does that yeah. make it better? I don't know. Well, I mean, it, it is Japan, and homosexuality is sort of stuck in the 19th century British way, so... Yeah, it's a little bit weird over there. I mean, yeah. it gets better. Yeah. There's a lot more people... Oh, yeah, there's definitely... It's like, definitely getting better, it's, but... Yeah. It's but if you were, if it's the mid '90s and you're trying to present yeah. a lesbian couple, one of your, you know, ways that you could get around it is by saying, "Oh, well, she was a man in a previous life," and that way you can make it okay. They didn't end up. They didn't end up doing that though. And and I'm really uh -huh. actually I have a I have an interesting um, side side derail. Um, hmm. The director who worked on um, the super or the the S season where they <laughs> where they first appear. Um, Kuhiko Ikuhara was so in love with the um with the Haruka and Michio relationship and how you know like so th so there's a lot of scenes where you see them just like being super gay all over each other you know holding mm -hmm. hands talking about innuendos and stuff mm -hmm. like that and Ikuhara was just like talking you know I don't know who he was I don't remember who he was talking to but I've heard this anecdote. Um, where he was just like, what I really want to do is make an anime just about Haruka Michiru doing crazy gay shit. And they're like, yes! <laughs> so make your own anime then. And then he made Utena. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. Story because it's like it's a it's awesome that he just said, you know what? Fuck you! I'm gonna make my own lesbian anime with blackjack and hookers. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, forget the blackjack, just more hookers. <laughs> that is. I really, I really love Uchina. Like, I love, I look. Uchina is one of the first anime I ever watched. So, yeah. Uh, so that's so I felt like it would be appropriate to bring that part up. Oh, because... oh no! A lot of the people who worked on Sailor Moon went on to work on Uchina. So it's like, I mean, character designers, animators, the same people. So it's like. It, it Sailor Moon and Utena are like hand in hand, yep. pretty much. 
Um, it's it is like from the- way, 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 like way more gay, but yeah. And I and I, I love the Utena movie because it is super fucking gay. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, I just I just had to say that that Uranus is like is almost like a sexual predator in the manga. And I was like I was like taking aback. I was like whoa and and, and all, all, all while trying to try to seduce the saga she's like we aren't friends or enemies but if you get in our way we're enemies it's like it, it's it's like whoa what, what's going well, on here well the thing the thing is is that um naoko speaking about them being uh, a lesbian couple machiru and uh haruna um it was because naoko felt like once she had gotten to that part of the series well, while the anime the animators wanted to go more a little kid route with, you know, it being the Chibiusa show, and she had to do a little bit of that in the manga, but she really wanted to go and do mature things with the manga. She wanted to kind of make it more, you know, these girls, the girls who read this are getting older. Why don't we talk about more mature things? So she said, I, I made these high school characters so that I could show mature relationships and things like that, which I think is pretty cool of her to do. And I know she probably had a lot of fight back, but good on her. And, uh, and, you know, like I said, I read, I read quite a big chunk of the manga and, (laughs) and, uh, and like I said, it's just really weird to read it. Even if, and like I said, all I watched was the American dub when I was a child, and so I was not prepared. It was like there's lots of whoa moments, like and, and yeah, and uh, and see the one thing that really got me was in the in the the manga the whole the whole show, showdown with uh, with uh, was it Queen Metallica? Queen yeah, Metallica. Oh, yeah, man. Natalia was like the one pulling the strings. Yeah, well, the, the point is that that showdown was a lot. Was was in, in the manga? It was a lot shorter. While in the anime, they did they did this like this whole Tower of Death kind of setting where yeah, each senshi is killed on screen. Yeah. Sc- even on in the dub, it's a very you know each one is killed graphically. Yeah. And, and then and then and then their spirits help help uh their spirits help uh help Usagi do the final kamehameha to uh very 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 uh sentai. Yes, definitely. And and then the reset button was hit. For the next season. Yeah, and Naoko hated the hated that she wasn't able to do that because why? Like I said, why can men do that and why can't a woman do that? And, and, put it. And like I said, it was it was very Tower of Death type setting, you know, where each one mm-hmm. had to fight their own sub boss, and for, so the rest of the <laughs> go on. And, well, well, that's what that's what the trope is called, Tower of Death, right? It's, no, 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 no. I remember this because like I watched uh, one of the first anime I ever watched. Well, actually, Kimba's the first, but one of the early ones I watched was uh, Saint Seiya, and it it every single it felt like every single season had them fucking dying and then coming back to help Seiya at the end. So yeah. It's a, it's definitely a trope. It's time for intermission, boys and girls. Movie Week in Review is the GeekCast Radio Network's weekly movie podcast. Steve and Mike take a look back on their favorite films and give you their thoughts. They also bring co-hosts at times. If you are a movie buff, listen to M-Wire only on GeekCastRadio.com. Hey, I'm Gary. I'm Mike. I'm Chuck. And I'm Justin. 
Join the four of us every week on the Internet's number one and longest-running G.I. Joe podcast, What's on Joe Mind? It's Joe news, reviews, and interviews like you've never heard them before, delivered right to your MP3 player. Our guests include Jason Marsden, Kevin Michael Richardson, and Matt Yang King from G.I. Joe Renegades, Larry Hama, Robert Atkins, and John Barber from IDW Publishing, and many more from around the online Joe community. Yeah, it's guys talking about Joe. Think of it as Joe talk meets sports talk. And we make fun of Chuck. Right, and we pay again. Come on, Chuck. We're just kidding, kinda. Sometimes Chuck makes fun of himself. Right, and we... Okay, seriously, this is just getting ridiculous now. It's What's on Joe Mind, every week on the GeekCast Radio Network, InsidePulse.com, Stitcher Smart Radio, and iTunes. Download and listen today. I suppose I still can't say something about Transformers, can I? Good No. What about sports? That sounds yeah, good. Yeah, that's alright. Tooncast is dedicated to the cartoons we grew up with. 100 episodes and more make up one of the GCRN's most popular podcasts. Join hosts TFG and Mike, Optimus Solo, Terror the Rising Star, and tons of guest hosts. We also have voice actor and writer interviews. Tune in to Tooncast as we look back on the cartoons that defined us as geeks. You can find Tooncast on iTunes and the web at www.geekcastradio.com. Tune in. And now back to the show. In the end, I think everybody else, everybody, yeah, everybody dies at the end of Sailor Stars too. Well, that happened in the anime too, didn't? Yeah, it did. It did. Everyone dies and they get reborn, except that I think in the manga it was all a dream. Well, I remember they trans. I think I don't know. I think this was the Tokyo Pop translation said like everything was a dream or something like that. Yeah, I, I can't remember. But uh, but let, let's talk about one thing that uh, that uh, one thing that that really is funny to me about Sailor Moon is the fanon, mm-hmm. the fan canon. Because as as you know, in, in in when the Crystal Millennium starts, basically like something horrible happens to Earth, and and Usagi using the power of the crystal saves the Earth and starts a new golden age. And and well, yeah, and th- there's lots of question marks about how this happened because the Dark Moon Empire is formed from people that refuse to be on Earth, and yeah. lots of lots of fans read into this and oh, they they're the ones that refuse to have their free will taken away. Uh-huh. Oh, I, I've I've heard this theory, and, and 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 so so it's like those are actually the good guys. That I'm like, but but you know, it's like Wise Man's like like fucking evil. It's like yeah. how can he say he's the good guy? It's like he's it's, like. He's he's basically intimated to be something like a serial murderer, so it's like uh... he's probably honestly. I think these are like people that like are like immortal. My theory always was that these people were against the idea yeah. of immortality, right? Because and... the crystal makes you live forever, which is like I mean I can understand being weirded out and, by that. Yeah, and I and I can see that that's a big that's a big deal. But the free will part I don't understand because. It seems like everyone in the future does have free will because Rini seems Rini. I've called her Rini. She be used to, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, and talking about the English dub, so but she seems to have a lot of free will of her own. So I I don't think that's a that's an interesting idea, and I I and I'm sure there were a bunch of fan fictions written on that idea, but yeah, I'm not gonna. I don't really no see to, it. I'm not gonna say no to any any idea just randomly. It's just eh, well. Speaking not, of ideas that yeah, won't really say, speaking of ideas you won't say no to, uh, Tune Makers, Neil, go. <laughs> Tune Makers. Well, uh, we we talked about this during the pre-show. It's the uh, it's the aborted U.S. version of Sailor Moon that was supposed to have 
unique Americanized animation and live action segments and oh uh, boy and I, I want a clean copy of this on DVD god damn it I, I, would, I would love to see if there's any other test footage that they they might have a, there is a whole pilot episode getting yeah out. I heard recently that there was a whole pilot film well, holy Jesus. I mean, yeah. can you get us a copy, Kitty Hawk? Because you were able to get us dropping in the Dreamweavers. Uh, this might actually be a little harder to do. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is probably like if maybe there was an unhappy Saban employee back then. <laughs> but there's like handy cam footage of it, I think, somewhere. Yeah, out there. yeah, that's, what, yeah. that's the thing I've seen before. But, but I'm not. One of the, one of the well, scouts is in a wheelchair. <laughs> I mean, a flying wheelchair with freaking laser beams. Yeah. Look, uh, I'm just glad that we got what we got. Cause... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Instead, we got the we got the American dub, which inexplicably had a girl with a Brooklyn accent in the middle of Japan. <laughs> I think I well, think it was originally a Kansai accent. They just had it mixed up or something. Yeah. Yep. No, it was a, it was a Kansai accent accent, and that's how they decided to because like Kansai accent it, it gets either translated as a Brooklyn accent, a Jersey accent, or a Southern accent. Yeah. It, when you're translating, and I remember I when I did translations for Car Captor Sakura, I chose to go with a Southern just because I was like, it seems to have a lot of words melted together. Let's just go with a Southern accent. Yeah. We'll do that. Oh, man, I don't know what I would do. I mean, like, I haven't had to translate a lot of Osaka accents, and when I do, I usually tend to, because the thing is, like, there's no real good, you know, American equivalent for an Osaka accent. Honestly, I would, I would honestly say Brooklyn is probably, or actually Chicago is probably the closest, because it's like, it's like a business language. So now nowadays oh, I'd say the thing, is, the thing is most people when they think of um think of people who have Kansai accents they don't think of business people they think of um comedians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I'm just saying the language is based on business. Like a lot of the um a oh, lot of like the sayings, yellow, the sayings and stuff yeah. cuz they're also they're also stereotypically um money grubbing. Yeah, well, because they honestly were the money changers. That's where all the money uh, got shuffled down to, like during the the Shogun era. So that's that's why they have a lot of like money things in their language. But yeah, getting back to it, yeah, they the trend the 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 dub of of Sailor Moon is like not the greatest thing ever. But I would say that it's less annoying than some of the other dubs of the time. Well, so, look how many people well, got into anime because of it. Yeah, exactly. So it wasn't, it wasn't like one of the worst dubs. I'd say it and Dragon Ball probably have like, and Ranma have one of the most least annoying dubs. And Yeah, I suppose. I mean, there's only, the thing is like when you actually think about the stuff that they've changed, mm-hmm. it's, it's more, it's more like, it's kind of out of hand compared to Dragon Ball and and uh, well, Ranma. The thing is, Ranma was never aired on TV, so they never had to change anything that much. Well, yeah, no, uh, Ranma would have been like a nightmare. Like... Ranma would have been a nightmare to put on TV. Oh, There's well, they could have done that. <laughs> uh, but oh man, I just read something. The Sailor Moon anime, which was supposed to come out this year, the new one, has been um, pushed back to 2014, 2015. Yes, it has. 
Oh, well, well, I hope here. it's fucking good then. Well, well, the well, one thing I have to mention is it's actually kind of weird for me because Sailor Moon, it's like I kept the theme song all until the last season, and the last season theme song I don't like as much. You know, the Sailor Stars theme I do not. No, like. uh, the the intro to Sailor Stars is okay. Um, I liked it. Um, I don't think I the outro was sort of I I actually have forgotten it, so that shows how much I like it. Uh, but I didn't mind the last. I actually like it. It's kind of, it's kind of like this is the final level. That's what it sounds like to me. And and let's talk about the stars themselves. And this is this is why this never aired on this never aired on the U.S. Yeah, that was even messed up in Japan though. Um, the like, um. Takeuchi was mad about it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. And I, I would have been mad, too, because... Yeah. I mean, like, they were supposed to be... Sense. Well, I mean, it's... I kind of... Okay, I, I'm going to say this. I actually like the idea that they go from being male to female, because it kind of plays... in explain this before we start talking about it. Oh, okay, okay. So here, here's, here's the thing. So in Sailor Stars, we introduce these new characters um, who are the... Uh, the Sailor Star Maker, Sailor Star Fighter, uh, Star Fighter and Healer. And Healer, who all have ridiculous fight attacks like healing uterus and no, things no, like that. No, no, it's gentle uterus. Yeah, gentle uterus. And anyway, so the deal is is that these are the protectors of um, a Princess um, – I'm going to butcher her name. Because, but it's, it translates to Princess uh, Fireball, but it's um, – I think it's like – it's Kakyu. And so, yeah. yeah, and she's basically trying to stop Galaxia from completely extinguishing all the sailor hearts out there because Galaxia has decided she's just going to eat all of them. So these guys are basically, in the, in the manga, they were women all the time. They were, they just dressed uh, masculine, and this was part Short of their drag. Yeah. In the anime, they made them men when they were in human form, but then they transformed into women. And the explanation for this, I think, was something along the lines of, this was just how they got reborn, which is kind of fucked up, because... doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because, wait a minute, wouldn't, wouldn't, um, wouldn't Harna been reborn? If she was supposed to be male in her previous life, wouldn't she have been male in this life and then transformed into Sailor Uranus? But it doesn't make any sense, and I don't really give a shit, because I think it's hilarious. I think it's... Not hilarious, but actually pretty awesome that they <laughs> they had they had that in there because it that makes Sailor Stars one of the most fucked up of all the Sailor Moon storylines. <laughs> like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, yeah. And then I think it was you, Ben, who told me about like in the Italian version. No, it was like, the German version. Where the where, German version. Oh God, yes. yes. I knew it was an access pass. I, I, actually, it was uh, what it was was my friend Rob. <laughs> who uh, told us about it and it was like, and Neil and I were like, that's actually more fucked up because what it is, is, is each one is like a brother and a sister. And, and whenever one of them transforms, they don't transform. Oh, they yeah. basically switch bodies with their sisters and they both also, that. it's like, that is a real anime though. That actually, there's an anime where that actually legitimately happened. What's it called? Um, oh dear Lord. This, what? Oh dear Lord. No, it's real. It's called uh, Shoot Shoot. I watched it and it was just so nasty. Um, that is. It was, 
but it's basically about these people who are transported to a different world and then during the day the sister is the, the one who is there but at night she changes into her brother who's a rapey pervert and are you talking about maze no, yeah maze that was it. Yeah, I remember Maze. And they're both named May. That's why it's called Maze. Yeah, it, it, I, it, I had the box set of that. I am going to watch so much the, Logo 13 after this show. Uh, <laughs> okay. tired of you I had to buy I had to buy Maze because it was 15 it was a the box set and it was $15 at GameStop and I had a um I think I still had a 20% discount at that point, so, you know, You're shit. I I'm wasting money by not buying this horrible anime. Yeah, it's like it's just twelve. It's twelve dollars. I can I can uh I can spend that. Yeah. But uh, and if I it wasn't it, for, but if it wasn't for Sailor Stars, I don't think we would have Yuki. No, no actually, yeah. If it hadn't been for like, well, actually, if it hadn't been for Ranma One Half, we wouldn't have Yuki. Oh. It's just it's mostly it's mostly Ranma One Half. Come is that inspiration but there wouldn't be any yuki at all without sailor moon because sailor moon's really what got me into magical girls so i owe a lot to and and i love bows like sailor moon it basically reset what a magical girl was because prior to sailor moon magical girls were mostly like little witches and they didn't really do as much well that, that's not entirely true because the first there were a few. the first the magical girl wasn't really magical she was like technological of course talking about cutie honey oh, no, yeah. no, 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 no 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 the first magical girl is, is princess knight no 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 um the mad uh, she is not actually like considered a, a magical girl because uh she doesn't actually have magic of her oh, own not now she is now she is the considered the rebirth of shoujo, uh, but the first yeah. one was Sally the Witch. Oh, and, you're right. Yeah, and it was sort of based on Bewitched, and this is this is the first one, and this was in let's see what year was this? 1966. And prior to Sailor Moon, there were some sail, you know, there were like these magical girls, but they didn't. It wasn't as dark. And, like, there wasn't as much emphasis put on them transforming and things like this. After Sailor Moon, transformations became, like, way more important. But, but, but to be yeah. fair, to be fair, back to Cutie Honey, Cutie Honey's huge thing was she could transform all the time. And, and, uh, and you know, the, yeah. the, the thing is, you know, the production company that the anime team that did Sailor Moon after Sailor Stars, they actually did a Cutie Honey series. Yeah, they did actually, and that, I actually have some of the merchandise. Yeah, Cutie Honey, Cutie Honey Flash, which was, which is, is kind of weird because it's almost like Sailor Moon-esque Cutie Honey, and it's... But Cutie Honey is not, um, like, the original Cutie Honey does have a, some magical girl aspects, I, I, I just love I just love Cutie Honey though I just have to bring yeah. it up because I love and Cutie I, yeah Honey. it actually actually that yeah, that is where transforming comes from but I think it normally doesn't get counted as as uh, Magical Girl because it is a little bit more mature even though I think yeah you're right it should be included in the Magical Girl genre but um because, but because uh, especially how you know how Cutie Honey transforms into like a race car driver or a reporter. Yeah, that, that's, that's something that Usagi did a lot in the early Sailor Moon. Yeah, yeah she yeah. did do that a lot, like with the uh, the makeup where she could transform, which I actually missed. She actually, like, she actually the, was transformed into yeah. a groom. I know, I know. Okay, that was great though. There's <laughs> that was there's awesome. something like that in the um in the Tokusatsu series, except for since it's it 
took place in like 2003 instead of like 1986 or whatever. 1994 or three. Um, the, uh, the transformation item is a disguised cell phone and you can, you take a picture of someone (laughs) and then you have their outfit on. And I was like, that's awesome. I want one. Yeah. I really loved that, that series. It was tense and dark and depressing. Cause like the, the, like it basically is all the one, um, the one, the story of like the first season, um, told in like forty-eight episodes or something, and mm-hmm. uh, and the like the big bad thing that is going to happen that they have to stop is not actually the villains taking shit over so much as it is, um, when the villains start trying to take over, Usagi's previous life memories come back and take over her body and she has this like magical spell that can allow her to like kill the whole world so that they won't have to be taken over by the evil thing and so the end of the series is all about the like the bad guys trying to both like take over the world and keep her from doing this thing and all the good guys being like we can stop don't you know like flipping out it's super good okay yeah and also um, and also, I didn't hear. I didn't hear which one. What is? The, I think I know which series this is. I didn't, it kind of cut out. Which series is this? Oh, sorry. This is the Tokusatsu series. Oh, the, okay. The to- because that's actually like I. I kept thinking, is that the plot to Madoka? Because that is no, the plot. <laughs> to Madoka. Not really. No. But, but the, the plot. Well, the plot to Madoka is, hey, you did all the things that um society wanted you to do. Turns out they just wanted to fuck you. Sorry, lol. <laughs> but uh, but but back to Sa- but back to Sailor Moon. Uh, Sa- Sailor Moon has like transcended anime and manga to where there was there, there's a rock opera, there's a live action TV show, there's I never got to see it on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, there's a there yeah there's a sc- side scrolling fighter. Oh, I I have the um, also- I have. I had the fighter, um, the one that was the Super S fighter. Um, I I bought okay. I bought this thing because like I had really gotten into importing. And... Oh no, Neil just Neil. Uh, oh no, it was Kitty Hawk. Kitty Hawk just oh. put the worst thing ever in the chat. Well, oh yeah, the what came out of the Saban Sailor Moon Tenko and the Guardians of Magic, nope. uh, which is I I watched a few episodes of that. It was pretty terrible. Nope. Um, which is hilarious because the woman who uh, the real life magician in that show actually has a lot of ties to North Korea, which is hilarious. Huh. But, but, but anyway, back to the video games. I actually imported the Super S game went for SNES when it came out, and I got that, and it was a pretty shitty fighter. I'll have to I have to <laughs> tell you. It's a, but I mean it's the just, it's not good at all. No, it is not. And um, if I get Sailor Chibi Moon in my hands, um, no one can beat me because I just keep doing butt womp over and over and over. <laughs> where, where Chibi Moon goes into the air and comes down with her butt and hits you. And I just do that over and over and over and over. But the game is worth it just to play, especially now since there's emulation. It's worth it to hear the girls going, yeah, 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 back and forth and... And the horrible chip-tuned versions of the music, which they didn't even spend any fucking time on. Yeah, the music is really, really bad. Oh, uh, oh and I'm pretty sure. I pre- I'm pretty sure they just ported the music from one game to the next. Like, oh yeah. Some of the su- some of the tunes from the Sailor Moon RPG ended up in mm-hmm. the fighting game as well. I recognized oh, yeah, yeah. it. 
I actually have the album for the RPG, the uh, the CD that came out. Um, and then I played the RPG after I bought that CD, which is... Uh, I really liked the RPG. I actually did, yeah. uh, like... I actually did like not quite half of an LP of it on uh, something awful like five years well, ago. It's a, it's a little hard to get. I would have to say it's a little hard to get through. Yeah, because yeah. there's grinding and stuff, but there's like uh, some it's, it's some some of it is funny and interesting, and I like the um I like the idea of like uh, a set of evil sailor scouts based on you know Mesopotamian gods. That's what. Yeah. The, yeah, that, that game was pretty grindy. I mean, I, I remember playing it. Oh, yeah. It was worse than buy. It's like you 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 grind and grind and grind, and then you pretty much wall up anything, and then you go to the next area, and you're already getting toasted. Yes. Yeah. But like, but like, um, I I did like how completely they did. They clearly did not care about some stuff. Like um, like uh. Oh my a, god, the versus game. They wanted to yeah. um. They basically wanted to have uh this was after after Super S no after S and so hmm. at the end of S like Sailor Saturn becomes a baby and yeah yeah and she gets raised by her lesbian moms and um and but they wanted her to be in the game so they just had her age up back to regular age for no apparent reason and they didn't explain it and they're like what she's like oh, why am i grown up now and they're like i don't know magic that was oh, like it, like in, in in the beginning of sailor stars yeah no no she, at um at, in the video game oh in the video oh in the video game yeah, I, yeah that was yeah that was fucked up i i did like how i i did like how um well let's see in the manga i think um didn't Machiru and um harna raise Hotaru or something like that. Yeah. And in the anime, they gave her back to her father. Oh, yeah, because that, that's right, because she, because her dad was, like, less, was, like, less crazy or something. They, they uneviled him. Yeah, they uneviled him, so he's yeah. now okay. I liked it better when, um, when, uh, Haruna and Michiru were raising Hotaru, because, well, you know, cute little lesbian couple, and also, the dad is fucking nuts. He tried to end the world. <laughs> Well, but that, yeah. Well, that happens sometimes. But uh, but uh, with the uh, the other memories I have about Sailor Moon is right after right after uh, my sister was in college, she she came over like one Christmas, and she was still in the Sailor Moon even in college. So she had this uh, she, she had one of the movies. I and I don't remember which one it is, but all I remember is she sat on you and made you watch it. No. Stop it, Neil. Yeah. No. Well, I remember is something about cookies, and it was something about burnt cookies, and uh... oh, that came up a lot. <laughs> is this the one where where Pablo got it after hearing it? Just a brief. Uh... Oh, all I said was something about cookies, and my heart is a kaleidoscope. Is all I said, and and, and Pablo's like, oh, that I know that one, and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. That was yeah. But I don't know exactly know which episode that is. Which, which um, movie that is? It was. Yeah, it, well, the movie. Okay, let me see which movie was that. It's like the opening was they're on a bus together or something, and. Yeah. Um. Was that? That was um. Because S opens with them all looking like kids, and Super S is the. I don't remember. I can't remember which one that was. I am failing right now. Oh well. Abby. Nope. I don't remember. <laughs> I, I mean, oh, 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 I remember which one. Super S. It's Super S. 
Which one I knew it had. To, it, I knew it was one that had Chibiusa in it. So yeah, yeah. because Chibiusa cooked the cookies and. Yeah, that's it. Because I, I knew I knew it wasn't. I was like, it can't be S because S doesn't opening that, that way. But yeah, that's that's super S. Because S opened with uh, something about uh, a space shuttle launch or something. Yeah, that, well, that was the, that was the whole premise of the the movie, which was that. Um, there was going to be this moon launch and it was like the work of this guy and he was in love with an astronaut and blah, blah, blah. And he wanted to see the moon princess and Luna falls oh, in yeah. love with him. Yeah. Yeah. That, that I, that's actually, I actually like as much, as much as you think the, her, the cat turning into a human is fucked up. I actually like, that's my favorite. Of the movie. Actually, actually in like the Sentai esque live action show, this is the cat turn into a human and then also transform. Yeah. She becomes sailor Luna. Yeah. Oh, Which God, the, uh, no. the, the live action, the live action, um, I I have to admit that I did not get all the way through it because it was kind of a slog because it was like live action. Let's show some toys. And I did show this to a bunch of like uh, college age men and they just were like, what the fuck is this? Oh, <laughs> was it was it was Mercury like evil, like for a whole arc? No, Mercury is evil in the tokusatsu. Yeah. Okay, see, I, I don't even know anymore. That's really, I really liked Dark Mercury. Well, I mean, it got it got really long, but I liked that, you know. No, actually, actually, yeah, this is what we're talking about, the live the live action. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, she did turn evil. Because um, yes. I remember reading the synopses for this, and just because I just, I gave up after a while watching it, because I was like, uh, I cannot yeah, I watch mean, I probably this. couldn't have watched it if I didn't already watch a lot of Tokusatsu. Yeah, I, I well, it's mostly that I, it was at the time I was like I had like a, several other anime series that I was watching, and so I was like I can't watch all of this, and this is kind of annoying. So I'm gonna <laughs> drop this one. I'm going to uh, talk. Which, about, I'm going to talk for a minute about my shitty ship in that show. Oh. Um, uh, well, okay. Basically, like 99.8 percent of the reason that I watched um. The Tokusatsu uh, Sailor Moon is because um, I watched uh, um, I, I watched uh, the a common writer show called Common Writer O's and oh. in it, and in it there's a guy who who uh, a, a char- a char- one of the villain characters is played by the guy who plays Nephrite in the live action series, and I liked him, so I wanted to watch the. It made me want to watch the live action series, so I watched. Oh, it. okay. And the character is the way that the way that they write Nephrite in the live action series is really funny. He like really sucks, like he's terrible, and <laughs> and he thinks you know he wants to prove himself, but he's really bad at it. And there's a and there's a part where Dark Mercury comes in and like is super good at everything she does because she's fucking Ami. And then um you know she like she like comes and she kind of makes fun of him a little bit. But then like there's a part where where he's pouting and being sad and she's like, yeah, you're you're. I mean, I'd rather not see you pouting around like a big fat baby. And he's like, that's the nicest thing anyone has ever said to me. And then, and then like an arc later, Beryl kills him, but he comes back to life as a regular human, but he doesn't know how to be a human being. So like what he immediately does is like 
accidentally break a bunch of shit that um, Motoki, who is a friend of Mamoru's in the series, and who's he's the arcade guy and the rest of them, but in um, but in Sailor Moon Tokusatsu, they don't hang out in an arcade; they hang out in a karaoke place. <laughs> he's like at the he he runs at the karaoke place, and like. Um, Nefret runs into him and breaks a bunch of shit, and he's like, you have to pay for this, and he's like, I have no idea what money is, and also I'm really aggressive for no reason. Um, so he starts working at the, um, at the karaoke shop that Amy comes to all the time, and then he's like, she did, she, <laughs> sorry, like, she's, she's, feels bad for him because he sucks, in this form as well. And brings him cookies, but they're really badly burned. And then he Aww. eats them. And then Matoki is like, so how are they? He's like, they're awful. And Matoki's like, oh, that's, why are you still eating them? He's like, because she gave them to me. I have to eat them. They're really bad, though. And, and then he, like, spends a lot of time trying to get her a, um, a present in return. And he, like, tries to buy her this, like, giant wooden cart. Anyway, it's really stupid, and I love it. But the, And then they completely drop the, the arc. So nothing happened um, in it at all. But um, yeah, he was actually shopping for her when um, when the like big final battle happened. So yeah, the end. I I really love that stupid stupid ship. <laughs> you can cut that whole part out if you want to. He's like Abby said a lot of stuff. Click click delete. No, we'll never do that. <laughs> no, nah, it's a. Uh... But, but over, overall, uh, is there anything else we're missing about Sailor Moon? You know, Crystal Millennium, Dawning of the Age of Aquarius. Uh, you know. I will also aside, aside, my ships are mostly lesbian. What is that coming? What is that? What? Making something in a blender. Oh. Me? Huh? Oh, you making something with a blender? I'm asking because there's noise coming. Oh, it's gone. Uh, sorry. It's... Maybe it's a computer fan. Okay, it's okay. Um, let's see here. So, yeah, that that's Sailor Moon, kind of, sort of covered in a in a. Wait, we'll probably have to do another show once the new anime is out in a couple of years. Yes. Um. Oh, we didn't even mention the the mu- the musicals. I did. Oh yeah, you did. That's right. Uh, I mentioned. I'm sorry. Well, they're, they're, oh, yeah, they're, 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 they're not musicals. They're rock operas. They're wonderful. No, they're totally musicals. Yeah, they, uh, and they, they're so gorgeous and fucking over the top. <laughs> I thought. I thought in Japan they called them rock operas. Um, uh, it depends on how you want to translate it, but it's really just mute. The, the actual name is Serumun Mujikaru, which means mu- basically musical. Um, I've been lied to. People tell me that that they're called rock operas. I've been lied to. Well, I think it might be because of the type of songs in them, but I wouldn't even, even with those kind of songs, I still wouldn't call it a rock opera. I would still call it a musical. And they are, like, fucking over-the-top, gorgeous as hell. Like, the costumes are just... I know people... I actually met some people at um, Ichibankan that put them on, in the U.S., so oh, really? yeah, they were they actually were Ichiban Khan singing some of the songs, and it was really great. Um, I've got one of the videos up, I think, of them performing. I think I put that up. Um, 
but they've actually met some of the um, Japanese voice actors and uh, actresses, and they've met some of the uh, musical uh, performers. So they were they were really good, and they had full costumes and everything. It was it was pretty amazing. That's cool. Uh, I'll have to. God, I wish I could. Uh, I remembered who that who they were. I'm now feeling bad. But they were at Ichiban Con in. Um, I think it was either 2011 or 2012. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, but, yeah. But but so yeah. So we... so Sailor Moon. You know, people people demonize the the localization, but obviously it did its job because if it wasn't for it, lots of people would not be in anime right now. That no, is they would not. True. They, you can't really Dragon judge. Ball. You can't really judge anime that came out back then by our standards because. Yeah, it was pretty bad There's... back then. Yeah, there's really no way of explaining how, you know, how little there was and what and what kind of, you know, well, and also the problem. The stigma, the stigma against anime was really big back then, too, because I remember it being referred to as porn a lot when you would go into the store um, and which was hilarious because. You know, I would say I lived there. I know it's not porn. And they'd be like, that's cute, kid. But I mean, and so if you if you weren't around in the early 90s, things were really bad. Things are much better now. They don't try to sugarcoat as much as they used to. Like the Tokyo Babylon dub is one of the most hilarious things ever. Also the sub, because they're not saying what they're saying in either version. (laughs) They're like, oh, yeah, I'm like, you know, the girl is going out with the guy, not the guy going out with the guy. Mm hmm. Sure. Yeah, but, but yeah, but yeah. So overall, that this is our Sailor Moon episode. I hope you all enjoyed it as much as I did, and uh, I actually did enjoy it a lot uh, more than those memories of. Sorry, Carol, <laughs> Carol, Carol, I love you. You're my sister, but I it took it took me about eight years to get into anime again after that, Carol. Aww. It's your fault. Aww. So uh, this is your host Ben. In the name of the moon, this is TV's Mr. Deal. Oh God. Hey. Sailor Kitty Hawk of Sparkling Generation, Valkyrie Yuki, another magical girl series you're going to like. SGBY.com, you'll love it. I'm Abby. <laughs> <laughs> and we're saying goodbye. In the name of the moon! <laughs>